What's up, spiritual gangsters? It's your OGs, Trees. And Rain. Welcome to another episode of Tribe Vibes. Let's get into it. Welcome back to our series on love. That's right. Today we're going to mix it all up and talk about combining loving yourself and loving others. And how that balances out or doesn't balance out in life. (laughs) (laughs) So this is just a continuation of the conversation that we had. Okay, so let's dive in. Here we go. And what is important is not attaching love to a particular person or a particular thing. Like I have a quote by a, I can't pronounce his first name, so I'm just going to spell it out. I don't know if it's a person name or like a book or something. It's P-I-R-K-E-I space A-V-O-T. And this is like five Mm -hmm. minutes. It says any love Mm -hmm. that depends on a specific cause when that cause is gone, the love is gone. But if it does not depend on a specific cause, it will never cease. So to not attach our love to like a specific person or a specific thing, instead of having love be more of like a verb or action or a thing, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. attach it to like, if this, this is love and if this is gone, that's it. Like, I no longer love. I think that's that's really important. Yeah, I mean that goes. Yeah, that goes back to uh, the idea that you know, love is it's it's a force. It's a it's a powerful force outside of yourself. So, in bringing that into yourself and bringing that to others, you you can't just say that love is. Well, you know, honestly, I think people just to randomly just throw that out there, people do um do attach that to people like they attach that to people they're in like romantic relationships or they attach that idea to whatever their parental units are so it's like i didn't have that love from that person so then they become damaged right so i i I understand that quality materials like a house like oh i don't have or if you don't give me this it's not love yeah, like that. That's about that in itself. That's a conditional love, and love is unconditional. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. I've been picking up things slow but surely. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I, I saw this other. Uh, it, it gave a, a different perspective about like what love is, um, and it's from this journal called As Acts the Rabbis. What do Judaism say about love? Mm-hmm. And um, I'm just going to kind of like sum it up. Basically, there's okay. um, like the word love in Hebrew translates like in a way like to give. Um, mm. So what they're saying is like the first words of the Torah that says in the beginning, one can say in the first gift. And it goes on to say creation um, or it or originated in the creator's will to give. We refer to the nature of this gifting as love because it involves not only giving of oneself, but also stepping back to enable the existence and flourishing of the other. God thus models what love entails, selfless giving accompanied by withdrawal to enable the others to emerge. Therefore, the ancient rabbis defined authentic love as not contingent on any factor because if it is, 
then that factor is gone. So is the love. I really liked what they had to say because they're basically saying like the creator showed us the greatest love of all, which is creating, you know, the world. Mm -hmm. Not only did they give a great gift to someone, they stepped back and withdrawn, which kind of like what we were saying before, and they allowed, you know, the world to, well, God allowed the world to flourish and the world to emerge and do its own thing and build its own self up. So I feel like a lot of us can take heed to what God did for us. God literally gave us the greatest gift and then withdrawn to allow us to search for the um, things we feel inside and to develop and become a society and whatnot. That's true. I like that. And it goes back to what you're saying, that um, there is no attachment in love. Right. You know what I mean? You, you, you kind of created this. Well, you created everything and then dipped more or less. Not literally, more or less. Depends on what you believe. Um, <laughs> so that we can find our way back. The whole love it, let it free right. thing. And we have right. free will to do so. Right. Because it's not, love isn't suffocating right. or conditional. Right. Isn't like a good one. And sometimes loving somebody means you're letting them grow and you're stepping to the side. Love is not so that they can do their own work. How is somebody going to grow if you're being overbearing and you're exactly managing them? They'll never grow. Or if what is going? Or if you are trying to make them into what you want, right? Rather than letting them figure out their own shit and be their authentic self, it'll never happen. Oh, because they're not really who they are. Because some people, I guess some people think that, like, they want to help people. They want to keep doing things for people and that. And it's kind of like the spoiled kid that parents grow up and then they say, damn, I shouldn't have spoiled you so damn much. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that. Giving them what they want, not what they need. I know we have a couple of, at least I do have a couple of relatives like that. Like, your mom fucking did too fucking much for you. <laughs> Girl, mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. these kids nowadays, I'm like, yo, like life is not what you need. What you need is an ass whooping and to go to bed. Right, but <laughs> get out my kids. But. Like life was given to you so much that <laughs> you didn't even think about doing it for yourself because everything was just kind of like set up for you, so you mm-hmm. never really had the time to just be on your own. And really just, like, develop yourself and know yourself and then begin to, like, do things for yourself. And it's that. And because you've never had to do any work on yourself or for yourself, it's like you don't have any idea of how to love other people. Because it's like, you've, you know, when you see people, for me, I've noticed, I've noticed this, people who are either, like, really they're really uh, popular from when they're young and you see it when they're older. It's like they've never really had to put any effort into any type of either relationship or friendship. Right. And it's like, they don't know how to be a friend. You know what I mean? They don't know how to be like in a relationship. They don't know how to like successfully interact with other people because they never had to, it was always, you know what I mean? Right. 
attention or, or whatever was was always just given to them. So the point is withdrawal isn't always bad. Like stepping to the side and letting people grow and letting yourself grow is not always a bad thing. You can cut people off. Like I'm the queen of cutting people off. Girls. <laughs> like, if I feel like if I feel like you're uh um like you're draining me too much or you're not helping me work not helping me but you're interfering with me working on my best self and taking care of myself like that's it we can be friends at a later time or we can build our that doesn't mean the end of our relationship but I'm just thinking about myself a little more well for me in my experience it's been the end of our relationship but I will still wish you the best in life it just it shouldn't coincide with my life. But that's now. You shouldn't be <laughs> the end of the relationship because the end is not here yet. We're all still here. You never know how it's gonna be ten years from now, twenty years from now. You know. I guess, but there's plenty of people who I like. I haven't spoken to you because you know, you know, a bitch can disappear. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um. So, people who I just who I don't even desire or even look for a reconnection with. Right. You know what I mean? Because I could just see it like who, like a projection of who they are, who they aspire to just doesn't coincide with anything that I want or want to be around. So it's just like, you know, that's good for you. I wish you well. Goodbye. I mean, I don't have any hate in my heart or anything, but it's just like, I don't think you belong in my your life anymore. Yeah. Well, I have a a one by Buddha that kind of talks about like how, like the downside of love, but then you have to have the downside for the upside, kind of like, you know, Mm -hmm. the duality thing. He who loves 50 people has 50 woes. He who loves no one has no woes. Woes? Like like W-O-E-S. Oh, woes. What, am I not saying it right? No, it's just, you know, the phone is what I'm saying. Well, what you think? So he who ha- who loves 50 people has 50 woes. He who loves no one has no woes. So it's like, although it's safer not to love in a way, like if you don't want to have any woes or, you know, anything like putting a, um, what's the word? What's the word when people mess you up? Fuckerization? No. Um. <laughs> Boy, when people throw a wrench, people throw a wrench. Yeah, yeah. I'm funny that you actually look for me for the real thing. I don't know, nigga. But yeah, not <laughs> what you say. Although that may seem like a better idea, it's really not because. You gain so much by loving people. And although with loving people, you're going to be faced with woes, like woes, meaning one of them is like what we were just talking about, like, oh, shit, like you're draining me. I don't know how to deal with that or whatever. You grow so much from that because as long as you're truthful and, you know, you put actions behind your truth, like you'll be fine. You know, even if you have to tell somebody to step back or you have to tell somebody, oh, I'm going I'm to hang out with myself today or this mm-hmm. and this and that. You know, you're, you you begin to develop yourself and grow yourself 
end up even loving yourself more because of the boundaries you create with other people. With still loving them, still being kind, still being compassionate, still appreciating them, still living in your truth. It's all about the journey. And without any of these woes and without love directing all these things, you'll never be a better person. You'll never really live the life that you want to live. So although it's easier to love no one and have no woes, you don't develop from that. It's the whole point of living in this material world and being in life and, and building up our spirits. So I really like that quote. This is definitely something that I am learning slowly but surely in my own life. Because when I, me personally, when I go through shit, I just, I cut everybody off for a little bit. I'm like, let me deal with my shit. And then I'll get back to um, attempting to interact with other humans. And if but, uh, you feel like you have to do, like, that's just what it is. Like, you bitch, this bitch be disappearing on me for like a whole fucking year. And then, it was know, not. Oh, uh, not recently, but like back in the day, you would disappear for a whole fucking year. And then I'll get like some weird um call or text message from some weird ass number. It's like, I do constantly have a new phone. But uh, because I love you and I understand that and I love myself so I get what self preservation can do for the soul, I yeah. you know I, it's like it's like we pick off without a hitch. It's like it's all good. I understand. If you have to do something for yourself, I can never be mad at you because of it, you know? Like yeah. how can I be mad at you for loving yourself enough? to deal with your shit. Yeah, well, it, honestly, it's not even just, like, loving myself. It's the amount of shit that I would go through all at once. It's, like, if I were to constantly interact with people, it'd be, like, I'd be that bitch that'd always be complaining. You know what I mean? And that energy suck. And that's not fair to other people. You know what I mean? Right. But uh, as I'm learning, everybody has shit, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> so... It's not fair to, you know, cut yourself off and to deal with that. It's, it's for me right now, it's juggling my shit and humaning or peopling, as I say, yeah. uh, which is an interactions with other people and um, to love others while I'm loving myself. That's, I mean, we bring up these topics because it's stuff that we still are learning and it's stuff that we want to learn more about. So. Right. I'm trying. Do you have I'm here, Um, I do. Um, Kemi Sogunli. Sogunli. I have a feeling they're African, so I'm just going to say it like that. Um, it says, if you don't love yourself, you won't be happy with yourself. If you can't love yourself, you can't love anyone else. If you can't give the love you do not have, you can't make anyone love you without loving yourself first. Yeah, real sweet. Like that was a journey. That was a journey. And um, another one from, I'm just going to say them all. Because they're all the same, more or less. Um, one from, oh, Gandhi. What up, Nick? Uh, Gandhi says, where there is love, there is life. So just, you can't go through life without the experience of, you know, 
of sharing love with others. And lastly, there's one from M. Scott Peck. It says, uh, simply, not only do self-love and love of others go hand in hand, but ultimately, they are indistinguishable. Yeah, that's true. Kind of wraps up the whole idea, but... Yeah, more or less, they, they, everything that I found more or less says that, you know, they all go, they're all, you know, one, they all go together because, as RuPaul says, if you can't love yourself, how in the hell are you going to love somebody else? Can I get an amen? <laughs> <laughs> amen. I have um, a good one about self-worth. About whom? Self-worth. Ooh, lay it on me. It says, never confuse self-love with ego. The two are entirely different. A big ego requires a person to think they are better than others and will put others down in order to keep that perception. Self-love means you are your own best friend and you love, accept, consider, encourage, care for, and believe in yourself. Through that, you are able to do that for others, even indirectly by inspiring them to do the same. To be grateful for the gift of a lifetime means to love it, to love you. And this is by Zoe, I mean, Do Zantama. Hmm. I like that one because Basically, it was saying everything we were saying, like, just because you worry about yourself and you put yourself first does not mean you're selfish and you don't love other people. Like, there is no ego in self-love. There is is no such thing. There's no ego in self-love. You're considering and loving and accepting yourself, and in that, you're providing that for other people because, like we said, you can't provide anything for anyone that you don't have yourself. So it all starts with you. So if you focus on yourself more to be a better person, automatically everyone around you is going to feel those effects, automatically, or at least see the example of what they should be and how they should carry themselves, and that's going to affect them, and then they them themselves can start building on their own self-worth. Absolutely, because like we're saying it's a it's – a... It's, it's a vibe that you carry. It's this energy that you carry, so you can definitely tell – who has that? Who has that self-respect and thinks of themselves? Um, I have some closing quotes. Yes, ma'am. Um, in the end, only three things matter. How much you loved, how gently you lived, and how gracefully you let go of things not meant for you. And that was by Buddha. Mm. He stay be on the right shit, though. I know he stay <laughs> It's true. And I, I like the last part, how you let go of things that were not meant for you. Because just because it's not meant for you, it doesn't make it good or bad. Like, in, in an essence, there's no such thing as really good. It's not for you. You know, right. like, we can get into that in another podcast. But it's not about good and bad. It's about what is meant for you and what is not meant for you. And if it's not sitting right with your spirit, even if it's, like, the best thing ever and you think you need it and you think you want it and others is telling you want it, you may not be ready for it at that time. It may not be because that's not something that you want to aspire to or you need to aspire to, but maybe it's just not what you need right now. And 
sometimes you got to let go things and like the old thing saying goes, maybe it'll come back if you need it and it won't come back if you don't need it. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm. and that's how you kind of have to live your life sometimes. Just let go of things that aren't meant for you. What's meant for me will never miss me. Exactly. And then I have two more. Um, One is uh, Psalms 23.6. Only goodness and faithful love will pursue me in all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house house of the Lord as long as I live. Ever and ever. Same thing. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) And I think, you know, this is a good quote because it's like, it's like when you put out all that positive energy and you fill yourself up and you become a better person and you inspire others to be a better person, that thing carries so much that you're forever going to dwell in the house of the Lord wherever you should live because your body is where you dwell. Your body is your temple. And if you're good inside, you're always going to be good. It doesn't matter what room you step into, where you go. Who says what to you, you know, what you may face in life. If your temple is good, your mind is good, your body is good, and it's all with love and you fill your, your yourself up with love and you have all this self-love, you'll be fine wherever you go. Yep, because your, your energy introduces you before you do. Exactly. So get yourself right, get your energy together. And it's like karma. You put out good, good will come to you. And then, you know, I have to end on one more quote from Buddha. He says, I have one. When you realize how perfect everything is, you will tilt your head back and laugh at the sky. Mm. Say that again. When you realize how perfect everything is, you will tilt your head back and laugh at the sky. Hmm. I like that because it's so true. And it's like you don't know it until you experience it. I feel like it's kind of like you worry about so much and you get mm-hmm. into like specifics of things and what if this and what if that. And, you know, you get so worried and fearful and all this stuff when you realize all you had to do was like love and mm-hmm. and do your best and like just live your life. Everything that you worried about in the past is just, it's funny. You just yeah, it, head back and you laugh. And I think it's like an age thing, too, because, like, the older you grow, well, the more you grow and, you know, the more you mature, like, you look back on your life and you'd be like, I don't know why I was bugging out about these It would things. stress out over a whole, bunch of sh- a whole bunch of shit. And even, like, the most troubling times, sometimes you sit back and laugh at. Like, you're just like, I was acting like a fucking crazy person. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, when the shit all comes together and it all aligns, you see that perfectly. And it's like just love in general, just the culture, the whole series, the the self, the others, everything together, like all the, because you have to put in work when you love yourself and it is work involved and loving others. But when everything coincides, it's like. Well, I have a quote from Wale that perfectly... Oh, Wale, okay. Wale. Are you ready? I'm ready. Love low-key, childish, and ghetto, to be honest. But that (laughs) should be slapping when it's slapped, though. (laughs) What? Wait, say it. Say it one more time. He said, 
love low-key ghetto and childish, to be honest. But that shit be slapping when it's slapped, though. And that's true. Oh, get it. <laughs> what? Love is low-key ghetto and childish. Because of all the shit that you got to go through. Okay. But that should be slapping when it's slapped. Like, it hits different when it hits. Like, when it flows and everything's aligned. I saw it as he's talking about a dumb bitch that don't know how to do anything, but her pussy good. Okay. That may be his personal experience, but I got it from something different. Because Wale is a poet. <laughs> You know how people call people love? Like, to me, it's not like he's saying, like, the girl is childish and this, like, that. But, no, um, he's talking about love. Uh, love is low-key, childish, and ghetto, but that should be slapping when it's left. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're saying, Wale. I get you. We here. Well, I bet a whole bunch of other people get him, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's what people tell me. It makes sense. So, how do you want to end this? Um, I I would, like, I probably want to say my um, life mantra. It's what I say to myself to, it's like a mantra I say to myself to build up my self-love and to, like, kind of, like, start off my day and try to, like, gather up the right energy before I step out the door. Do it, do it. So I kind of made it up, but then, like, I didn't make it up. Um, like, it's a culmination of, like, different things that other people have wrote and, like, I have wrote or whatever. So let me just get into it. My life is special. I live my truth. I nurture my spirit. I celebrate me. I'm not afraid because I know that to accomplish something I've never done before, I simply have to push beyond my comfort zone, trust my instincts, practice, and believe in myself. Weak men wait for opportunities. Strong men make them. I will no longer sit and wait for extraordinary opportunities. I will seize common occasions and make them great. I am strong, and I understand that excellence does not require perfection, but requires patience, will, determination, consistency, and focus. I am determined, focused, consistent, willful, and patient. I am excellent and Above all, I am happy. And then I end by a Nas quote, be brief mm-hmm. about what you're doing and say what's real. It is. Boom. <laughs> I don't really have much about love, but I just think it's a good thing to like kind of end with because it's about self-love. Mm-hmm. you know and building yourself up so that's what I like to tell myself even though because it all starts with you exactly so at the end of the day hope you got something out of this remember people we are experts of nothing just out here in these streets like you we learn from you just as you learn from us because we are a tribe Until next time, continue to vibe.